Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. The cross is ugly. The cross of Jesus Christ crucified is a hideous sight. But to those whom he calls, it is the most beautiful sight. It is the most beautiful thing. Because we see that our sins are forgiven. We see that God is not counting man's sin against them. We can tell everybody about this. We can tell the Muslim, the Christian, the atheist, the Hindu, the the Baha'i, the Hare Krishna, the Mormon, the Christian. We can tell each other that our sins are forgiven. But Jesus was inviting us into the family of God. And I just want to share some revelation today. I'm Jonathan. I'm in Melbourne, Australia. I'm pioneering the Melbourne Underground Church, which was a movement that God put in my heart a number of years ago, and it seems to be on track. And we only have one group at the moment, but it is going to grow because the kingdom is seed. And the seed of the kingdom grows to become the biggest tree in the garden. The kingdom is also like yeast, and it leavens the whole lump of dough. I heard today that if someone is sick, the first thing that you notice is they stop eating. They they wake up in the morning, they're not hungry, they, they don't feel like coffee. If they're a smoker, they don't feel like a cigarette, and they, they wonder what's wrong. And I think that many Christians are are spiritually sick because they're not hungry and hunger is a measurement of your health you know if you're if you're going for runs and you're going for bike rides you know your children are playing sports they come home from school and they are ravenous and they eat everything in the house they we talk about teenagers how they're growing and how they eat so much that's a really good sign and we should be growing spiritually and so we're going to do communion together today and you don't need any elements if you're driving if you're walking we will just close our eyes we well not if you're driving but we'll close our eyes in our spirit mind and realize that jesus is real food that his word is real food jesus said i live by every word that proceeds out of the father's mouth So our bread, our food is spiritual. Our bread is spiritual. So we can take the body of Christ. We can imagine in our eyes the broken body of Jesus on the cross, battered and bruised, beard pulled out. No bones were broken, but he was in every way broken. And so we imagine his body and we receive forgiveness of of sins. We receive healing. By his stripes we are healed. We, we imagine the blood of Jesus. That's the communion element, the blood that cleanses us from all of our sins. We imagine that blood 
going on the Ark of the Covenant, going on the mercy seat and God being satisfied. It's like a payment. In the Old Testament, people would would, would seal something with a seal. They'd seal it with a, a wax and, and with ring, or, with, or in blood. They would sign something. And, and it's, it's like God has paid the price. It's sealed. He paid with his blood. He put his blood on that paper. And it was like a signature that cancelled out the debt for the whole world. And we just thank God right now for that. We thank God for the forgiveness of our sins. It's by the blood of Jesus Christ. As I said before, ugly but beautiful. Ugly but beautiful. Now, talking about debt, God has really put it on my heart to speak to you about getting out of physical debt. That's right, physical debt. Because the times are coming right now. You can see the agenda of the Antichrist you can see the the move towards a book of revelation lawless one a one world government you can see it's you'd have to be you, you even non-christians can see it you you, you 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 i don't know what to say like it's so clear it's so obvious the the one world government the mark of the beast the the vaccine, the, the coronavirus, all this stuff is, is corralling humanity. Just think of it this way. In the 70s, we had, you know, the Russians were the enemy. You know, in American popular culture, the communists were the enemy. So, you know, Get Smart, George Jetson, you know, all of these American movies were always about this, you know, the Russians, you know, the communists. And... And then, you know, I guess in the year 2000, as we remember, it was the Muslims. It was, it was Al-Qaeda, it was, you know, Saddam Hussein, uh, you know, all these people. And so these are powerful ideas. These are ideas that, that capture the minds of the people. Ideas are powerful, more powerful than, than money or, or guns. You know, people, you know, kill themselves over an idea, sacrifice themselves over an idea. You know, patriotism is an idea. How many people gave their lives in a war for the idea of country, for king and country? Anyway, so communism was an idea. Islam, you know, terrorism was an idea. More recently, you know, with coronavirus, the idea is the most powerful and the most dangerous and that idea is that people are the enemy so we have to stay home we have to wear masks we can't go to work we can't go to school and now i said ideas are more powerful than guns more powerful than money the whole world the bible says is under the sway of the evil one and so when you have a kingdom understanding, you'll begin to see patterns and times and seasons. You'll begin to understand how things work. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, Bill Gates or whoever, the, 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 the WHO is, you know, pure evil. I believe that this is a move in the spirit realm. These spirits, you know, mammon clearly is in control of the world, you know, and 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 the the pharmaceutical industries, all of these things have always been demonic, really. 
You know, God made man without clothes. There was no need for money. There was no need for health care. There was no need for, for trade. We walked with God. We were never meant to die. So that's God's normal. God's normal is healing and health and prosperity. So there is no good government. There is no good system, education. It doesn't exist. And it's the same with diet as well. You, you know, there's no vegan diet or, or meat diet that is perfect because we are living in a fallen world. Everything is trying to kill you. You know, gravity is shrinking your bones. The sun is causing radiation that's aging your skin. You know, the, 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 the magnetic field is to some extent toxic to us. Water contains toxins. If you drink tap water, it contains fluoride, it contains heavy metals, it contains copper, it contains all these things. But if you drink tank water, it's highly likely that it contains pesticides from farming, you know, that are sprayed in the air. So what I'm trying to say to you is you need to get out of physical debt. Now, what if Jesus came back now? He said, he said, when this great, you know, tribulation comes, he said, woe to those pregnant and nursing mothers. He said, pray that it doesn't happen in winter. He said, if you're on the roof when I come, when these things happen, do not do not go into your house, but run to the hillsides. Now, how many of you, honestly, how many of us would not run to the chemist? How many of us would, would need to run to get a prescription filled? How many of us could survive without our penicillin, without our dexamphetamine, without our blood thinners? without our heart medication, our diabetes medication, asthma medication. Now, God is wanting to, he's saying, let my people go. He does not want his people to be enslaved. Now, just imagine, in the United States, it costs $300 to buy one asthma pump, a portable asthma puffer, $300 US dollars. So there are families whose parents... There are families who are working in a job that they hate, a job that God didn't want them to be in, that was not his good or perfect or pleasing will. But they're in that job serving mammon. See, Jesus said you cannot serve both God and mammon. He said do not worry about what you will eat or what you will drink or what you will wear. In the kingdom, God is our provider. He provides everything. So what I'm saying is there are people who are in a job in disobedience really because they need the health care to pay for the medication for their children. But every disease is preventable. There is no ADHD. There is no need to have any form of diabetes or heart disease or depression. It is all entirely curable. And I don't just mean by the Holy Spirit and power. That is one of God's methods of healing. But he also wants you to eat. Paul said to Timothy, drink some wine and not only water because of your frequent illnesses. So there is a method to God's provision sometimes that's not supernatural. 
It might be supernatural because it's wisdom. It might be supernatural because it's a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, but it's natural. So what I'm saying to you is what if you were guaranteed to never get sick, not because of a miracle, but because of your diet? I'm telling you the truth. You never need to have a cold. You never need to have a flu. You never need to have a headache. You don't need any medication. God is telling you now you can be 100% healed. You can walk in total health. Okay? Now, there is a way to do it, and it's really easy. It's, it's just really called eating healthy, but not eating, not eating the food that you would think is healthy. You see, a banana, a banana is designed by God to produce more bananas. Okay, everything God produces is for a purpose. So a banana contains banana seed. Now, a banana only produces banana seeds that will produce another banana tree when the bananas are ripe. So what happens if you pick the bananas when they're green? The seeds are not even developed. Now, what I'm trying to say to you is if you you can eat as many bananas as you want, you can eat five a day, 10 a day, if they are in season, organic and ripe, in season, organic and ripe. Because at that point in time, the phytoelectins and other toxins that are inside of the plant that are there to prevent humans and animals from eating them, that's right, the unripe banana contains poison that is there to stop you from eating it. It is not appealing. Go and pick a green banana and eat it. You will spit it out. It tastes disgusting. But that is what happens to the bananas that you buy at the supermarket because they are picked when they're green, where the toxins in the banana are extreme, and then they are frozen until they are transported in cold storage until the point that they are gassed with toxic gases that force them to supersede and to speed up the the ripening process where suddenly the banana turns yellow but really it's still green but it's just been shocked by science into, into turning ripe. So what's happening is you think you're healthy because you're eating a banana, but it's an abomination. Now, I know God, I know some of you are going to struggle because, yes, God said all foods are there for us to enjoy. But would you call that a food? Is LSD a food? Is marijuana a food? Is heroin a food? I mean, heroin is made from a plant. It, you know, what I'm trying to tell you is, would you sleep with a prostitute? Would you inject HIV into your brain? If I gave you a syringe full of HIV, would you inject it? Like that is the way that you should look at the, way, the, the type of foods that we eat. Now, a lot of the foods that we see on television, McDonald's, Krispy Kreme donuts, they are not food. That is absolute poison. That is just cancer in a box. It's diabetes in a box. Oh, but what about moderation? You know, isn't it good to be balanced? No. Do you want cancer in moderation? Do you want a brain tumor in moderation? What about a little bit of heart disease or, 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 or emphysema in moderation? No. 
you don't cross the road and close your eyes and don't look at the cars in moderation. You don't go, you know what, today I'm not going to wear a seatbelt. I'm not going to wear a seatbelt today because that's moderation. I don't want to be too extreme. I'm going to drive on Wednesdays with no seatbelt because that's moderation. No, I'm telling you, God is wanting the church to be out of debt spiritually. Thank God he has paid the price for our sins. We're going to do communion and and our debts are forgiven. We can go into the throne of grace with confidence and speak to God. And he speaks to us and the Holy Spirit identifies with our spirits that we are the children of God. But I'm telling you, God is calling you to be, he's calling you to account in your physical health. Now, Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. Don't be overwhelmed. Some of you might have chronic illnesses. Some of you might might be on 7, 11, 12 different types of medication. But I'm telling you the truth. It is possible to get off all of those medications. Now, you may need to do some reading. You may need to do some exercise. You may need to change. That's what the word repentance means. Jesus Christ wrote letters to the churches and he said to every one of them, I think except one, he said, repent. Every church needed to change their thinking. You and I need to change our thinking. We don't just enter the kingdom of heaven by repenting once. We repent every day. Every day we change our mind. Every day we set our eyes on things above. Every day we are washed by the water of our word. I'm not telling you to abstain from certain foods. I ate an entire loaf of bread the other day. It was fantastic. Okay, but 90% of my diet is 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 meat, organic, free-range beef. It's so satisfying. I eat a little bit of avocado. I eat a little bit of... Um, banana, blueberries, pumpkin, zucchini, and I'm incredibly healthy. I don't get colds or headaches or flus or cold sores anymore. I used to have all of those sorts of things. I have not been to a doctor for three or four years other than to to give blood or to get a blood test, okay? I used to be in the doctor all the time. I had a rash. I had a fever. I had a cold. I had something wrong and it was all to do with diet, and thank God that he has spoken to me and delivered me of this. Now, if you're interested, there is a lot of research at the moment exploding on the carnivore diet. Now, I'm not saying that you should only eat meat, but there's a book called uh, The Carnivore Code <clears throat> by Dr. Paul Saladino, and it's very hard to read. I bought the audio book and listened to it a number of times, but it will begin to help you to understand how plants can be toxic and that meat, on the other hand, cannot, uh, <clears throat> there is no meat that is toxic. You know, there are plenty of toxic plants, but there is really no toxic meat. And so what he's saying is that whether you believe in evolution or creation, it's really interesting to me that God cursed the ground. He didn't curse the animals, did he? He cursed the snake. He cursed Adam and Eve. He cursed Eve in childbearing. He cursed Adam in, in toiling the ground. He cursed the ground. 
but he didn't curse the animals. Now, I'm not saying that we should not eat plants because, you know, we we should eat everything and enjoy everything that God created. But did he really create a, a Big Mac and a Whopper? You know, those those burgers, are, 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 you know, are, they're frozen, they're cooked with high temperature oils. You've got to do your own research. That's about enough from me around diet because I just want you to get hungry. I want you to get hungry for change. I want you to get hungry for growth. I want you to get hungry for God. If you're not waking up in the morning and wanting to praise God, wanting to hear about Jesus, wanting to talk to other Christians about their testimonies, wanting to lead people to Christ, then there's a problem. I know we all have, you know, bad hair days or whatever, but wake up and say, God, I don't feel like praying today. Will you help me? You know, you need to get hungry. You need to change. You need to be continually renewing your mind, reading the word and and do some research. Find out about your diet. Find out if there's a way to get healed, to get off that medication. We should expect that Jesus comes back quickly. Now, if you have to receive this vaccine, if you can't go to work without the vaccine, who knows what's going to happen? Don't you want to be free? Don't you want to be able to say, you know what, I'm not taking the vaccine? What if the mark of the beast comes and and you you need the mark of the beast to be able to get medication for your own life? What if you can't breathe at the moment because you need steroids, because you're on medication now, you haven't gone on a diet, you haven't cleaned out your gut bacteria, you haven't gotten totally healed. So what God's saying is, I, I believe he wants you to be free so that when the mark of the beast comes, I'm not, why am I crazy for saying this? It's in the Bible. Why, why am I extreme for saying this? I'm telling you by the Spirit of God to get ready. He wants you and I to be free of physical debt. He wants you to not need medication so that if the government forces you to do something that you can't do by your conscience or by God, that you are free to say no, that you can stay home and you can grow your own vegetables and you can have a couple of animals, chickens or goats, you can go hunting, you can trade, you can make clothes and and trade them for food. Okay, these are the days that are coming, all right? So hopefully we have more than a year. You know, hopefully we have, we don't, even if it doesn't happen for 20 years or 100 years, isn't it going to be amazing? How much money are you going to save? You're going to live longer. I believe you will live 5 to 10 to 15 years longer by drinking pure water. Dr. Kevin Zadai says the same thing. And and I've been doing it for years. And pe- I mean, literally, people cannot believe my age. I look 10 years younger than my age. And I'm only 42, but I look and feel 30. And it's by the grace of God, but it's also because I've become debt-free. You need to get free of debt socially. You need to get free of debt financially. No credit cards no no uh you know month to month payments you pay you know you need to go on no contract for your phone no contract for your electricity and gas you know no contract what month to month 
because you need to be free. You need to be free of debt. If you buy a telephone on a 24-month you know, mobile phone, cell tower, whatever contract, that is thousands of dollars that you have to pay. If you break the phone, you still have to pay. So God doesn't want you. He wants you to own your own phone, own your own home, own your car, no repayments. Now, maybe this is overwhelming, but praise God because the power of God works mightily in us to do these good works that he prepared for us. It's the power of God. He's, if he gives you something impossible, then rejoice because he's going to do it. So today we just agree with the Father for debt-free. We receive sozo. We receive physical healing, emotional healing, mental healing, financial healing in Jesus' name. God, I, I set your people free. As a Moses, as a deliverer, I set your people free. I break the chains that are in their mind. Religion, chains of religion, chains of politics, God, chains of I'm not good enough that I can't do it. They can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you just believe me today, just say, yes, God, I want to be out of debt physically. I want to be out of debt financially. I don't know how to do it. I have no idea, but I request your assistance. You know, God assigned to me a, a an angel uh, called the Dominion of Man, and you know he wasn't here forever. I don't. I don't think. I think he he left. <laughs> but but there was about a three month period <clears throat> where I wrote where God assigned an angel to help me, and in that three month period, I was able to move forward financially. I was able to close down old bank accounts. I was able to clo- liquidate companies and 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 settle accounts and get out of debt and it was a very amazing time everything was settled like even the the legal names on bank accounts and everything was just completely cleared and i actually moved into a new house and and i think on the day that i moved in i got a a letter from the government saying that the company that i had tried to close down had finally closed and it was a, it was official and it was in writing and God did it. You know, God really did it. And now I'm in a place where for the first time in my life, I'm able to give. I'm really, you know, I'm able to send a little bit of money over here or over there. Um, and there's always more than enough, you know, and I'm, expe- I'm, you know what I've done? I'm gathering people to give. I love it. I just love it. I've now got a, a group of people different families ministries i've i'm collecting them because i'm i'm wanting to have more outflow than inflow i'm wanting to to give $100 here to give $100 there to give $1000 here to give $10 there i'm looking for for more output than there is input because i know that god will supply all of my needs and i really believe it so Father God, I just pray for these people that you break the chains in their minds of religion and of politics that would hold them back in Jesus' name. Give them understanding, you know, break mammon, God, off their lives in Jesus' name. Let them choose. They can use money, but they need to lord it over the money. They need to control the money. They need to be the lender, not the borrower, the head, not the tail. 
above and not beneath. They need to be the ones who decide. That's what governing is. You decide. You don't go to work because you have to. You go to work because you want to because God has placed you there and you give because you want to. You're a cheerful giver. So thank you for that, God. Thank you for that, God. Right now, we just thank you for the for the body of Jesus Christ broken for us on the cross. <clears throat> we break that bread, Lord, that we have physically or in our own mind. If you guys are driving or walking and you don't have any food, that's okay. We just we just imagine your body on the cross, your nail pierced hands, your na- your nail pierced feet, and the fact that you put yourself there, you put yourself there for us. And we just thank you. We just we just eat your body. We just eat your body. Eat your body. Spirit. Your spirit can eat the spiritual body of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you nourish our body. The Holy Spirit gives life healing right now. Healing right now for you, the the bulk of the body of Jesus, it gives life. The Holy Spirit brings life to your mortal body in Jesus' name. Quicken people today. Quicken in them. The Holy Spirit cells are going to start to operate better. Mitochondria are going to function and spark and work right now. Candida is going to be dissolved in your body. There's bacteria in people's brains. It's going to be dissolved right now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. God's healing. That have caused long-term problems that you don't even know about. He's healing them right now. Some of you, your vision is going to improve. Your hearing is going to improve. Your intelligence, your IQ is going to improve. In Jesus' name. Some of you just listen to the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. He might be saying to cut down on coffee. He might be saying to do, just not to eat certain things. Maybe to do a little bit of intermittent fasting. You know, maybe you miss a meal every now and then. Not only for faith, but for but for health. And Jesus, we just thank you for the blood, Lord. Thank you. I just I always imagine the blood dripping down your legs and and through the crack in the ground. And you know whether that story is true or not, I want to believe that under the cross was the ark of the covenant, and that your blood dripped onto the ark of the covenant. That it was buried. That no one knew, but God knew. And we'll find out one day that the blood literally touched the ark. And in heaven and on earth, praise the Lord. We receive by the blood of Jesus, Lord, right now. We root out every demonic force in these people's lives, Lord, like an atomic bomb that the devil would be exploded out of their lives, out of their family, out of their house, out of their environment, out of their cars, out of their income. In Jesus' name, the blood of Jesus, Lord, the blood of Jesus, it breaks the Holy Spirit and the anointing breaks every yoke, but the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. The power of the enemy is broken. The power of sin is broken. The devil hates the blood of Jesus. He's he's defeated by the blood of Jesus and by the name of Jesus and by the authority of Jesus. And today we come under your covering, God. We come under your wings. We enter the, the holiest of holies by the blood of Jesus. We are hidden in Christ. We are untouchable. And we receive you. We drink your blood, Jesus, right now. And receive <clears throat> everything. 
Everything that Jesus was, we receive. We exchange our life for your life, Jesus. We exchange your, we receive your righteousness, God. We receive your favor with God. God loves us with the same love that he loved you, Jesus. James chapter 4, God is a jealous lover. The Holy Spirit is a jealous lover who desires more and more of us. Thank you, Jesus. We inherit everything. Everything in heaven. We own heaven. We own heaven with you, Jesus. We own the earth with you. And we thank you for the opportunity to stay here on earth and to bring the kingdom by force. Everywhere we go, we bring your government. Everywhere we go, we represent Jesus Christ because it's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives within us, who lives within me. And wherever I go, I represent Jesus Christ. I go in the name of Jesus Christ. I am sent. I'm not went, but I'm sent in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. I'm just going to see if there's one more thing. Like and, and share this podcast. Glory to God. Glory to God. Jesus, you're worthy of my praise. Absolute truth is a person. Pray out of the Godhead. Imagine that the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit are surrounding you and you're in the middle. That's where you pray out of. Jesus wants to set the prisoners free. No, no, this is good. We've done really well. Guys, thank you so much for listening. There's an impartation I give of you to you of my spirit, of what's on me, the Holy Spirit. I give of you the anointing, the power to change. <clears throat> There's a grace gift on my life. There's a, a, a gift of faith. And I, re, I bless you. I put it on you. Oh, some of you have bounced back, but not you if you want it. If you want it, it's yours. It's yours. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Wow. There's a witch listening. Hello, I'm Jonathan. I think your name's Heather or Therese. And uh, you obviously need to repent in Jesus' name. Thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye.